received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Featuring Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the UFC ABC3 edition of Gamblue's Bout Business Podcast. First order of business. 8 a.m. Pacific kick, so please be aware of the timing. Yes, we're recording Friday morning in order to give you plenty of time to invest. We're starting right with the business aspect. Listen, it's been six months now we've been doing this podcast and we're kissing sisters and bear. We haven't really won. We're down at 8.28 units, 6% ROI. It's not it's not overwhelming, but it isn't encouraging. But when I really look at everything, favorites this year in the UFC, 153, 79, and 5, 64.5%. Well, that's pretty typical of what the UFC favorites run every year. So that isn't off. The Gamble Bout Business podcast win percentage, 59 and 79, 42.7%. That's the problem. There it is right there. Hey, uh, Bill Parcell said it. You are what your record says you are. I'm used to running 44 or 47% win rate. And at that win rate, I'm profitable. Clearly, when we look for a weak link in what's going on so far this year, it's me. And that being said, I know I'm putting in the work. We've also, and I never, ever bring up bad decisions, but... In the few years previous to this, it seems like every decision I won. And this year between Emmett and Cater, last week Michael Johnson, even Courtney Casey, we've had a few not go our way. Well, I'm not here making excuses. The bottom line is at the end of the night, we record our results, turn the page and move on. That's exactly what we're gonna do here. So when it comes time, which it is right now, to congratulate and thank all our loyal listeners for hanging around despite my tempered production. Our listenership is growing, and so we're enthused at that. I appreciate the fact that you are being loyal, and I can only tell you there ain't no quit in me. I'm holding the club loose. We've got five rounds of wagers this week, and with that, we're going to get right in to the first couple rounds. Round one and two are the future wagers we discussed last week. In the case of Li Jingliang plus 155, we're holding a little bit of line advantage now for that's where it opened. That line now, Sokolov minus 160, Jingliang plus 140. We're holding 15 cents of CLV. CLV's good. We are going to have it in each of the fights today. 
But just because we have CLV doesn't mean that we're going to win, but we're going to try and put three or four wins together for you. As mentioned last week, I think Jing Liang's set up for a bounce. He's been training at Sanford. Chimeyev dominated him, but he's been working with Rachmanov preparing for this fight. He's four years the younger man, three inches length advantage, and he's the taller, larger man than Sokolov, his opponent, who's 38 and a very sturdy wrestler, vice grip Russian kind of a fighter, packs some power. This is going to be a good competitive fight. But I think Jing Liang is up for the task, plus 155. Now let's recap another future in round two. Round two, main event, Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez. We released Brian Ortega minus 155 last week, and he is now minus 170, 175, depending where you're shopping. Not a lot of move, but a little bit. Taking on Yair Rodriguez. And in this fight, to me, this handicap breaks down to how you view Max Holloway. In my breakdowns with Volkanovski and Holloway, I felt and I voiced that Max is washed. Now, maybe that was a little bit of, a, of an exaggeration, but Max surely is not the fighter that he was three years ago. And Yair's fight with Max, I think, is propping people to give Yair Rodriguez maybe a little too much credit for a Holloway that he beat was in no way, shape, or form the Holloway that beat Ortega back in 2018 or 17. Ortega cannot compete with Rodriguez on the feet for five rounds. He's going to have to start there and work his way into the Frankie Edgar blueprint, which is against the fence, on the floor, and out the door. If Ortega can get this thing to the floor, and I think he's going to, I really like his chances. To me, Ortega should be a minus 190 or two favorite. For us to get a minus 155, I love it. We're taking it. Uh, if you wanted to get crazy and you're having a good night going into the fight, Ortega inside the distance plus 155, he has a lethal submission game, ask Alexander Volkanovsky. Round one, Jing Liang plus 155. Round two, Brian Ortega minus 155. Both given last week. Now we'll roll right into round three. This week, fight enthusiasts. There were opportunities that presented themselves with lines moving away from fights that I wanted that prompted me to release two releases on Twitter on Monday or Tuesday, as well as one on First Strike with VEASAN that came out on Tuesday or Wednesday. So in essence, all five of our positions for this week were given earlier in the week. Now, I'm not trying to be fancy or get cute, but we got to start to win. And I have to be on top of lines. If they move away from where I want them to move, I'm going to take them. I'm not trying to get Twitter followers. I'm just trying to present bottom line opportunities. So please keep an eye on the Twitter account, if you would. Of course, it's a rarity when I put an early release out on VEASAN, but if I do, I'll surely publicize it. This was a Twitter release, round three, and we're going into the light heavyweight division where we got Dustin Jacoby against Da Eun Jung. This fight opens Jacoby minus 145. 
John plus 125. By the time I was doing my research on Monday, Jung was dropping his price like a hammer in a lake. By the time I got to Jung and released him on Twitter, he was plus 110. Currently, he's minus 125. Hopefully, you were paying attention to Twitter and got the market advantage on Jung against Jacoby. Jacoby 17 and 5, seventh. This is his second stint in the UFC, and he's come back and gone 3-0. and That said, he fought an undersized Michael Olesikiewicz, the Polish fighter, John Allen not currently in the UFC, and Darren Stewart not currently in the UFC. Good competition, not elite. Jung, on the other hand, going to be a fighter that's an inch taller, six years younger with a reach advantage, he KO'd Kennedy Neshenkui, who fought last week, in the first round in his last fight, and beat William Knight, who's a profusely powerful fighter, via decision. Jung's been in with better. He's got physical advantages. Jacoby was almost the last guy to weigh in on the scale today when Jung rolled out 15 minutes after the uh, weigh-ins opened. For a lot of reasons, I like Jung. We got him plus 110, even at minus 125. I suppose if you're hearing this for the first time, maybe a parlay him, or if you use him, just play a unit to win 0.80 then. But round three, Da Un Jung plus 110. Before the bell for round four, let's hear from our partners and some special offers from Manscaped. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LOO. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide Plus free shipping at manscapes.com with the promo code 20Lou. Round four, Misha Tate, Lauren Murphy, 125 pounds. That's the key to the fight. Tate's always been a bantamweight, 135er. In her last two fights, oh, after a three and a half, two and a half year retirement, Tate comes back and beats Marion Renault, who's since retired. And in her last fight, got the brakes beat out of her by Ketlin Vieira. Then she decides to make one more payday, drop to 125. And quite honestly, on the scale today, she looked lean and good and fit and no real problems making the 125. Tate's got experience, been in with great, durable, and tough. She faces Lauren Murphy, who's the legit 125er. Now, Murphy in her last fight against Valentina for the championship looked terrible. She has excuses, but Murphy's full of excuses, always has been. We won't focus on that. What we will focus on, Tate opens minus 160, Murphy plus 140. To me, even that's a little wide. This fight is two durable, meticulous, deliberate fighters that are gonna go lock horns in the middle when you see the total in the fight, two and a half over minus 310, this thing's going to decision. Tate now, after opening minus 160s, minus 215, and the longer we wait, the higher 
her price is going to be because people recognize her and they saw what Murphy did in her last fight, which was basically turn everyone's stomach. On Tuesday, I released Murphy plus 195, and I think the line currently plus 185 may creep up a little bit. So be judicious as to when you get her. But I do like Murphy here, and I think the way to play it, Murphy half a unit straight up. Murphy half a unit decision plus 250. That's round four. Here's round five. Round five's our early fight on the card. It's the second one that goes off. And we're back to heavier guys at 185. Listen, this fight card has 12 fights. Eight of them are 145 pounds and lower. That means that we're going to probably see decisions. As, and where are we fighting? In New York City. New York State Fight Commission is more corrupt than the Texas Fight Commission almost. In fact, those two battle toe-to-toe -to -toe year after year as to which organization has the least amount of ethic. Example A, exhibit A today. Amanda Lemos with five minutes left steps on the scale and we know she needs the towel. They set her up with the towel and someone is standing behind the towel with her while she weighs in. I've never seen that in my career watching UFC, and I have watched weigh-ins every single week for 12 years. Never has another been allowed behind the curtain. What was somebody doing standing right behind her in the New York State Athletic Commission weigh-in today? That's the kind of poop that really makes you wonder what's going on. We have to, as a UFC brethren, rid ourselves from the stench of boxing. That's exhibit A. Now, let's go back to round five and talk about Dustin Stolfus and Dwight Grant. We're going to take Stolfus here. He was released on Twitter Tuesday, plus 130. Again, another price that was getting away from us. Grant opened minus 170, Stolfus plus 145. And that line was dropping because there was action on Stolfus that I absolutely agreed with. Stolfus is seven years the younger man. He's a legit 185-er, and he has dynamic trouble with guys that are submission specialists. Mearshart rear-naked choked him in his last fight. Before that, Vieira rear-naked choked him. Before that, Daukas out-wrestled him. Finally, Stolfus gets somebody in Dwight Grant that's going to stand with him. Grant is really a 170-pound fighter. He's had such miserable results in the UFC. He's desperate. He decided to move up in weight, try and carry a little more power into this fight. He's 37 years old with an 11-5 and five record. I've never been overly impressed. He'll have size, and he's going to have a desperation factor in here. However, this is a fight that Stolfus has to be celebrating. He finally gets to compete with somebody that's going to strike with him. That is his advantage. This is going to be a good fight, a tight fight. Stolfus plus 130 is where we're going. If you didn't get him earlier in the week, he's still plus 120. And at any dog price, I think Dustin Stolfus is in good position here. In review. Ortega minus 155 and Jing Liang plus 155 were given last week. Early this week on Twitter, Jung plus 110 and Stolfus plus 130 were given. And then 
On VEASAN's first strike, I gave the Murphy half-unit decision, half-unit straight up. One more note before we close. Next week is London. Patty Pimlet's fighting on the card. He's fighting a kid in Jordan Levitt, and Jordan Levitt is much more the fighter than Patty Pimlet, and I'm salivating over the opportunity here. Now, we know it's England. We know as we get closer to the fight, there's going to be a tsunami wave hitting Patty Pimlet, who's currently priced 250, 255 to Levitt. I'm seeing plus 215 at DraftKings. I am going to take a half a unit on Levitt now because I don't want to blow the 215 price. Patty Pimlet's minus 140, minus 150 over this kid on a neutral course, in my opinion. And really, I, I give Levitt the more well-rounded moniker. He's a great submission guy, and he's pissed that he's underdog and was picked for this fight. I think next week when we do the podcast, the plus 215 could well be higher, but I don't want to lose it. So I'm taking a half a unit on Jordan Levitt plus 215 against Patty Pimlet now. I advise you to do it as well. Also, enjoy the fights this week. Let's see if we can ring up a one or two unit profit and carry momentum into London. Thanks so much for listening and good luck, everybody. into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Oh! Oh! is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. This episode of the Bout Business MMA Podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra-premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. Support the Bout Business MMA Podcast and get 20% off site-wide. Plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. 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 20LU.